sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. A new week starts right here, right now. Live on a Monday on the morning after on SportsGrid. Sirius XM, channel 159. That's the home for SportsGrid Radio on Sirius XM. All across the SportsGrid network as well. That includes sportsgrid.com slash watch. Find your favorite destination and consume everything all across the grid. I am Ben Stevens. Thank you for joining us. Bright and early here on this Monday morning. Over the span of the next two hours, we bring you up until 11 a.m. Eastern time. We will go all around the weekend that was in the sports landscape. Major League Baseball in the home stretch. The Daily Diamond Dash. The opening weekend of the NFL preseason now in the books. All 32 teams have played at least one NFL preseason game. A reaction to that to set the stage for a regular season now under a month away. And we'll hit on the rest all across the sports world from what you have seen over the weekend over the past 48 hours or so. Again, up until 11 a.m. Eastern, live right here on SportsGrid. We start in the NFL, the reigning Super Bowl champions on the field for the first time as their title defense begins in 2023 just the nfl preseason i do understand but patrick mahomes was out there to start the game for kansas city as the chiefs began their preseason festivities on the road in new orleans against the saints ultimately the saints win 26 24 against kansas city as new orleans scored twice in the final minute and a half of regulation they caused a turnover under a minute for KC's reserves and then the rookie kicker out of Notre Dame hit the game winner for New Orleans as well 26-24 the final in favor of the Saints but a big day for some of the stars and names you recognize across both rosters again Patrick Mahomes did get the start for KC he played the opening offensive possession for the Chiefs some light work two of two 15 yards yesterday for Mahomes, the preseason frontrunner for the NFL MVP award for the preseason favorites, the Kansas City Chiefs, a 6-1 to number on KC. Again, one drive for Mahomes, 2 of 2 through the air for 15 yards. On the other side, though, it was Derek Carr making his debut in a New Orleans uniform. He played the opening offensive possession for the Saints as well, leading a touchdown drive, 6 of 8. 70 yards and a tud. Alvin Kamara, who was suspended for the first three games of this year for the Saints, was out there in the opener. Three carries and 14 yards. And Jamal Williams making his debut in a Saints uniform. Seven rush attempts for 26 yards. Again, the Saints get a win, 26-24. The doubleheader to finish out week one of the preseason yesterday. The Raiders knocking off their former Bay Area counterparts as Las Vegas wins 34-7 over the San Francisco 49ers. Now to Major League Baseball. Of course, things have not been optimistic for the Angels, and we got a further update for L.A. entering yesterday's series finale against the Houston Astros, their American League West divisional rival, that Shohei Otani was going to miss his next scheduled start this upcoming Wednesday due to arm fatigue. It's what he told the manager, Phil Nevins, in Anaheim. He needed a few extra days off, but it wasn't going to keep Shohei, of course, out of the lineup, still holding on to that DH role 
for the Halos. And it was a good thing for the Angels that Shohei was out there yesterday in H-Town. The Astros book as a minus 142 money line favorite trying to pull off the sweep over L.A. And Shohei Otani ended up hitting the game-winning blast in the sixth inning. His solo shot for his 41st home run of the year. Second most in MLB pacing the American League. A welcome to our Sports Grid Radio audience here. Hour number one of the first day of this new week. It's a Monday live on the morning after. Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well. I am Ben Stevens. So Shohei Otani hits a blast nearly 450 feet yesterday in Houston against the Astros. It was the second run for the Halos. It would end up being the game deciding run. A 2-1 victory for the Angels to avoid the series sweep this weekend against the Strohs. But Houston, still the best price to win the American League. Right now, the pennant favorites at plus 290. And the Astros, the third best number to win the World Series overall. A plus 550 price for the Strohs, the reigning World Series champions. You'll see here a pretty large distinction from where Houston stands to win the World Series, the front runner from the American League, to their in-state rival and divisional rival as well, the Texas Rangers. It's a $2.50 drop-off. But atop the board, two teams from the other league, from the NL, the Dodgers, the second-best price, plus $3.50, only $0.60 behind the favorites, the Atlanta Braves, plus $2.90. And the Braves... Continue to be baseball's best team. Looking for a four-game sweep against the New York Mets on Sunday Night Baseball yesterday. It did not go the way for the Braves as the Mets avoid a four-game series sweep against Atlanta for what would have been the first time in a very long time with a 7-6 victory. The Mets scored a ton of runs early on. Atlanta tried to make it a contest, including a two-run bomb out of Matt Olson, his Major League Baseball best 43rd long ball of the year that made it a 7-6 game in the eighth but the Mets hold on for a victory you saw Atlanta put up some runs this weekend at City Field 21 of them on Friday night another big one yesterday as the Rangers were looking for a sweep of the San Francisco Giants but the Giants able to say no to that sweep either they were booked as a minus 134 money line favorite they get the 3-2 victory at home in San Francisco Texas though still has won 10 of their last 12 games they maintain that lead in the American League West more of the morning after around Major League Baseball up next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com right here on this monday on the morning after on sports grid the daily diamond dash a weekend in review around MLB. I am Ben Stevens. Donnie Wrightside joins the show right now. DRS here for the next three segments in this opening hour. We'll go around Major League Baseball, looking back on the weekend that was, setting up a new week in the bigs, and of course some NFL conversation later on in this opening hour at New York Mets, 
were 12 games below 500, but Atlanta still taking three of four up in Queens, including a 21-3 shellacking of New York on Friday night. DRS, the Braves continue to show us why they are the best team in Major League Baseball, continuing to prove why they're the favorites to win the National League in the World Series. It's almost like they don't care who's pitching against them. They're going to put up 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 20 some odd runs at times. And also, I believe, what was Saturday? I think it was 27, 28, the three total between those two games, between the Mets Mm. and the Braves. It's outrageous. And also, you're just taking a look at them on a day-to-day basis. The tax on the Braves is probably going to start to go up, including their team totals. I mean, what are you going to price them at? seven and a half outside of course yeah. it's kind of wild you're hoping if you're a braves backer or fan that this continues are they getting hot at the right time well technically yes but then again you want to see these six seven eight nine ten run games here heading towards the back stretch but right now nobody wants to play the braves absolutely nobody including the yankees today and they will get a chance against new york that being the other team making their way in that series DRS as you mentioned the Atlanta Braves right now on a very good end of where things stand on the diamond the new series market stands right now yeah certainly in the National League looks like we are in a collision course here for the NLCS to be the Braves and the Dodgers and who would say no to that it'd be fantastic East Coast versus West Coast two powerful one through nines in their lineup and also maybe the wild cards are the pitchers coming back from injury a lot of young pitchers for the Braves like Max Fried trying to work their way through Soroka but also Walker Bueller may be making appearances here for the Dodgers sooner than later yep. rightfully so the Braves and the Dodgers to me the two best teams overall in baseball but they can't meet in the World Series because they play in the same league but having said that I still like the Astros. I believe the Astros at a plus 550 price yeah. favorite over the Rangers at that 8-1. to one. Does make some sense, even though if you look at the race here for the own division, you do have a lead here by the Houston, excuse me, by the Texas Rangers, two and a half games on the Astros. A two and a half game advantage for the Rangers, yeah. who have won 10 of their last 12. We'll look at the American League West odds in just a moment. The Houston Astros also looking for a sweep this weekend against a divisional foe in the Los Angeles Angels. But the Halos go to Houston yesterday, and they avoid said sweep. 41 home runs now, DRS, for Shohei Otani. He'll be out of the starting staff for the Angels, missing his next upcoming scheduled start on Wednesday due to arm fatigue. But DRS, it doesn't keep him out of the offensive lineup for L.A. They needed it yesterday. Shohei's solo shot in the sixth ended up being the game-winning run. And by the way, on Shohei Otani, we saw this in the past with the Angels. Now, granted, they're not technically out of the playoffs here, a wild card run for them. They hope to try to limit the damage here in August, get to within striking distance in September. But when do we see Shohei Otani go to the leadoff spot where the only goal is to maybe get him 50-plus, 55-plus home runs at this point where that season basically would be a wash for the Angels? It will be really interesting, DRS, because we saw L.A. make a run following the All-Star break. They started off 11-5, and then around the trade deadline, they've now lost nine of their last 12. The Astros on the other end of that spectrum, they've won nine of their last 13, really rounding in to that World Series form. DRS, you brought up the American League West earlier. Texas, who has won 10 of their last 12, still a two and a half game lead over the Astros in the division. So the Rangers right now a minus 150 favorite. But DRS, what stands out to me, of course, a divisional standing, a divisional price is a regular season number to win a pennant 
or contend for a World Series. That's about October and maybe even early November. In the Astros DRS, the favorites to win the American League, even if it means coming out of a wild card spot as the odds and the standings in the American League West would indicate at this moment. Yeah, your path's going to be a little bit easier if you do win the AL West, which also means you're going to get a little home field advantage if you ever do meet up against the Houston Astros. But having said that, that's why the price points are different here. The Rangers to win the division minus 150. Just because you win the division doesn't mean you're going to automatically win the pennant, and that's your advantage. You're lining up playoff rotations. Again, one through nines in the lineup and bullpens here. That's why I continue to yeah. say, look, again, this comes from a guy that liked the Rangers for the first half of the year. But with the additions for the Astros and that lineup getting healthy, I get the Astros a slight nod here over the Rangers. The Astros won the first two games of their set against the Angels this weekend by the same exact score. It was 11-3. to Speaking of those new additions for the Rangers, Max Scherzer gets the start for Texas today. It will be Framber Valdez getting the start for Houston as the Astros start their midweek series. DRS elsewhere around Major League Baseball, like we mentioned, the Giants avoiding the sweep against Texas yesterday in San Francisco. The Giants get ready to welcome the Tampa Bay Rays to start off this week at as well pay attention to those records by the way as we near the end of the regular season right now the Orioles have the best record in the American League the Rays the second best record but of course Tampa would have to be a wild card team at this moment the Rangers if they win the division it's about postseason positioning at this point peaking uh speaking of excuse me drs the baltimore orioles a 5-3 victory yesterday in extras in 10 innings against the seattle mariners now baltimore won the final two games of their series against the mariners it's that 73 and 45 mark for the o's drs that is still the best record in all the american league by three games clear of the tampa bay rays Yes, and also, we're too late in the season to say, oh, what a nice story the Orioles are. Like, no, they're a really good baseball team, and they're getting quality pitching out of places that maybe we didn't expect were going to come in April and May. But having said that yesterday, how about Mullins robbing a home run yesterday and then launching one in extra innings? They are a fun team to watch. And again, if you think it's like, oh, they don't have Max Scherzer or Verlander on this team, don't you worry about it. A guy going today, Grayson Rodriguez, yeah. who not many people apparently know as a household name, he's phenomenal, and we'll see what happens today. Grayson Rodriguez, DRS, was sent down to the minors, came back yep. up, and since that point has been sensational for yep. the O's. Baltimore, a road underdog today, a plus 118 price in San Diego. The Orioles well above a 55% clip as an underdog this year, just winning games outright. It is interesting, DRS, the Mariners, a game and a half back, of the American League wildcard race at this moment. The Blue Jays occupy that third and final spot. Seattle did drop the final two games, DRS, against Baltimore in this weekend series, but that snapped an eight-game win streak for the M. So the American League wildcard race, at least for that final spot, is going to be very, very intriguing. When you look at the Blue Jays, DRS, they still hold that game-and-a-half advantage for the third and final spot. It seems like the Rays and the Astros... They're pretty comfortable in those top two spots right now at this moment in the American League wildcard race. Tampa still a five-game advantage for that top spot. Plenty more with Donnie Wright's side up next as we set the stage for a new week in Major League Baseball. What's on the slate this Monday and what it all means. Coming back up next here on The Morning After. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Welcome back to this Monday, live right here on the morning after on Sports Grid and Sirius XM Channel 159. DRS is back. Donnie Wrightside joins us for another segment around Major League Baseball, but not looking back, looking forward to a new week. DRS all around the bigs. A couple of really good matchups on this Monday slate where postseason positioning is now front and center. And DRS, the Giants, avoiding a sweep yesterday at home against the Rangers, San Francisco in that second of three National League wildcard spots. The team at the top of the American League wildcard currently, that would be the Tampa Bay Rays. The two face off this week in San Francisco to get things started. The Giants, a home underdog today, DRS, because Tyler Glass now is on the bump for Tampa. A minus 138 price currently for the Rays at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And DRS, it would seem to me these starts are significant for Glass now. Shane McClanahan on the shelf for the remainder of this year. Jeffrey Springs, who got off to a hot start alongside his club in April, is gone for the remainder of this season. Glass now is going to be their ace if Tampa is going to make any noise come October. Yes, and he needs to be that. Now, granted, from my perspective here, I'm not really back in the Tampa Bay Rays as much anymore because I thought coming into the playoffs, if they were healthy, they might have had the best one, two, three punch in Major League Baseball, which included Zach Eflin, even traded for Savali. But McClanahan down, which means now Glass now is your de facto ace, and rightfully so. Past 30 days, he's been everything what an ace should be in Major League Baseball. Ben, 102 batters that he's yep. faced here. Take a look at this. ISO power numbers combined between lefties and righties, and 095. Weighted on base percentage, 220. 24. And I brought it up on the uh, the uh, early line here with Joe Ranieri saying, you know what? Well, he benefits from pitching, you know, in Tampa. Well, he's going to go out and pitch in San Francisco, one of the ultimate pitchers' ballparks. If I'm looking at this yeah. game total, I'm liking the under, and a big part of that is because Glass now should be able to dominate today. The Rays making the trip west. They lost yesterday at the Trop 9-2 against Cleveland, but Tampa still has won four of their last five series. San Francisco, again, avoiding a sweep against the Rangers yesterday, DRS, but still have dropped six of their last nine games, holding on to that second wild card spot currently in the National League. Now to the AL pennant. DRS, we've looked at the World Series prices. We looked at the American League West odds. Different in the American League pennant price. Again, the Astros, the favorites, plus 290, 20 cents only in front of the Rangers. You will notice a $2.5 gap in the World Series odds between those two teams from Texas. Then there are the Rays, plus 450 for Tampa Bay, and the Orioles, 40 cents behind at plus 490, 5-1 overnight, 10 cents off for whatever reason. DRS, as you focus on the top of the American League pennant prices, do you agree with the order in which these teams are stacked up at the moment? One through four, no. One, two, yes. I think the Astros, to me, are the best team in the American League, plus 290 price, plus 310 here for the Texas Rangers. And again, that is vice versa of what you're looking at for the divisional lead. But again, divisional lead, yes, it matters, but it's how you line up in the playoffs in a short series. And I think the Astros would have a slight advantage over the Rangers. However, I look at the Rays at a plus 450 price. Look, they have a good one through nine. They're still with quality pitching in the front end and also have a good bullpen. But at the same time, if I'm looking at the Baltimore Orioles overall, I'm liking them better than the Rays because your advantage for the Rays was your starting pitching one, two, three. You don't have that big of an advantage now. And I would move the Orioles from a plus 490 price above the Tampa Bay Rays. But those one, two punches there, the Astros and the Rangers, I think they are the two best teams in the American League. And I agree that the Astros, once again, at the FanDuel Sportsbook should be the favorites here at plus 290. 
It is really interesting to continue to see Baltimore at a plus 490 number. The Orioles an underdog today in San Diego. They're 34 and 24 this year as a dog. We said San Francisco an underdog today at home at Oracle against Tyler Glass now. The Giants 31 and 20 this year when booked as an underdog to win those games outright. It is important to know on the Giants and our associate producer Joe Frizo brought this up moments ago DRS notice where the Blue Jays are a plus 950 price the same as the front runners in the American League Central the Minnesota Twins of course you win your division you clinch a playoff berth and they would host the Blue Jays in a potential wild card series but that's not a bad draw for the Blue Jays if they are going to take on a team from the American League Central all right DRS elsewhere around Major League Base another divisional series for the angels they stay in texas this time from houston weekend now they make the trip to south florida to take on the miami marlins a big victory for the marlins yesterday drs as they try to stay in the national league wild card race the marlins scored five runs against the yankees in the bottom of the ninth to rally all the way back a rare bad outing for clay holmes for the pinstripes so now the marlins get ready to host those astros tonight drs in miami they're an underdog plus 130 again framer valdez gets the start for the strohs at minus 154 drs what's the breakdown for tonight in miami yeah, Valdez should like going down to Miami, pitching in more of a pitcher's ballpark than he sees at home in Minute Maid. But let's take a look at the way the Miami Marlins are lining up, particularly on the mound today. Braxton Garrett, left-handed pitcher. Very good, Ben, against left-handed batters, which struggling over the past yep. 30 days against right-handed batters to the tune of a 382 weighted on base percentage. And as I talked about what I love about the Houston Astros, that lineup is getting healthy, and that lineup is hitting today. If we're taking a look at the anticipated nine men that are going to come to the plate tonight in the starting lineup, only two of those. Ben, weighted on base percentage below 320. Take a look at the other guys. Altuve, 578. Alvarez, 389. Tucker, 480. McCormick, 545. Singleton, 642. Payne, 392. And 464 out of a catcher who barely can hit in Martin Maldonado. This lineup is getting hot at the right time. I look for them to do damage tonight. I do like the Houston Astros tonight down in South Florida. Framber Valdez, again, getting the start two starts ago. A no-no, only 90 three pitchers in his historic no hitting or no hitter performance yep. but then DRS against the Orioles last Tuesday gave up six earned runs he had the no heart the no hitter but in the four starts around that no no for Valdez yeah. he's allowed 21 earned runs in total so now we take a look at the wild card standings in the race at this moment in both leagues the Blue Jays a one and a half game advantage over the Mariners right now the Marlins in the National League hold on to that third and final spot as well a half game lead up DRS on the two teams from the National League Central the Cubs and the Reds DRS we're getting to that stretch run of this Major League Baseball season where a ton of focus is going to be on both wild card races in the AL and the NL yeah, particularly in the NL, too. You look at both of those teams, the Cubs and the Reds, a half game back, and also say, oh, that's the only way they can make the playoffs. Not necessarily. Look, I like what the Brewers are doing. They're getting healthy in the front end of the rotation. But having said that, you're looking at both of those options saying, ooh, who's going to be the hotter team down the stretch? And to be honest, I might trust the Chicago Cubs just a little mm. bit more in this spot. But also keep in mind, the Giants only a game and a half up, and the team that I wanted to back here and did for a chance at a World Series is the San Diego Padres. They can't get out of their own way. So, so disappointing to me.
We thought DRS, the Padres, would make that run. They were in on the deadline. They are five and a half games back of a National League wildcard spot at this moment. Five games back, the New York Yankees of an American League wildcard spot, Mm -hmm. coughing up golden opportunities and necessary wins like yesterday against the Marlins. And it does not get easier for the pinstripes. They head to Atlanta today to take on the Braves. Max Fried gets the start DRS for Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, you're a heavy dog here, and rightfully so, because why? It almost doesn't matter who you throw. Anyway, maybe the new uh, secondary ace here is Clark Schmidt, but I don't care how well you're pitching. When you head to Atlanta in 88-degree temperatures and muggy with that lineup, I don't see how fit here. And again, you can't. You, there's hangovers sometimes in Major League Baseball. You had an yeah. easy win yesterday with your ace on the mound, and you lost that. Those things tend to carry over, and the last team you want to face is the Atlanta Braves tonight. Who's betting against the Braves? Not this guy. The Braves over a $2 favorite DRS, I would agree with the assessment. You mentioned the Padres, five and a half games back of that National League wildcard race. They've dropped seven of their last 10. You Darvish gets the start in San Diego. But DRS, it's the Orioles who have been great this year as an underdog. I like Baltimore tonight as an underdog in San Diego. And you should. You hear the name Hugh Darvish. Oh, you got the better pitcher on the mound by far. No, you don't. As we talked about, Grayson Rodriguez, absolutely filthy over the past 30 days in Major League Baseball. 113 batters he's faced. Check this out. An ISO of 040 and a weighted on base percentage of 248. It's the last team the Padres want to see here. Watch out for the O's today. San Diego seemed like they were all in. They bought at the deadline to make that National League wild card run. They've dropped seven of their last 10. Now we turn our attention from the diamond to the gridiron. After the preseason of week number one in the NFL, our reactions up next on the morning after. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Preseason, week number one, now officially in the books. Football is back for everybody around the National Football League. All 32 NFL teams have now at least played one preseason game. And the guy most thrilled to talk all about it, DRS, is back here on TMA. Donnie Wrightside joins us now to get on the grid iron. DRS, how was your opening weekend of NFL preseason action? It was enjoyable. You know, a lot of the times in the preseason, I always have a joke like, man, I'm so excited for you to be back. And they kick off. I watch two plays like it's the worst thing I've ever yep. seen in my life. Let's get to the regular season. But there's been a lot of intrigue this year. Now, granted, most teams only playing three games outside of two teams. They'll have four preseason games. But the quarterbacks, there's a lot of young guys we're looking at here. And a lot of those young guys played this weekend. Yeah. A lot of the rookie quarterbacks on the field making their debuts. C.J. Stroud in the opener on Thursday night. We saw Jordan Love get the start for the Packers. He is now the guy in Green Bay. The Packers scoring the most points of any of the 32 NFL teams through their first one or two preseason games. If you're the Jets or the Browns, 36 for the Packers as they hammer the Bengals in Cincy. 36-19 in DRS. We also saw nothing for him, which is a big win by the Saints, which I do think they're going to do some damage in the NFC South. But I guess what, Ben? The Super Bowl hangover? Come on, Chiefs. 26-24. Can't even get a win in the preseason. Tough scene out here, but granted. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Andy Reid. Their only goal is to get to the regular season healthy, and away they'll go in another really good season. 
It is really interesting, JRS. The philosophy for Andy Reid is always give Patrick Mahomes and some of the other notable starters for Kansas City a little bit of run in the preseason. We'll probably see Mahomes for two or three offensive possessions in the Chiefs' second preseason game upcoming this weekend. And speaking of the reigning Super Bowl champions, they are booked as the favorites to win the AFC West. For the eighth consecutive season, they are the favorites to win the AFC championship and the favorites to hoist another Lombardi trophy, a 6-1 to number on the Chiefs. But there are specials for Kansas City all around the FanDuel Sportsbook to reach the AFC title game, DRS, something the Chiefs have done in five consecutive seasons that Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback plus 170 for the reigning NFL MVP to have a big year through the air 40 or more passing tuds that's plus 210 Travis Kelsey is his favorite target and can the Chiefs go unbeaten a perfect 17 and 0 the odds say it's unlikely DRS and that makes sense at 50 to 1 DRS what is your outlook for the Chiefs in 2023 it's always going to be good. Having said that, I do think there's a little bit of value here on this on the uh, Los Angeles Chargers just behind them in the AFC West. But who's betting against mm. Kansas City? It's one of those teams that every week you step to the plate and say, hey, look at this line. If it's under seven, why are you just not taking the Chiefs? And also, get back to one of the points you just brought up, which is interesting with Andy Reid saying, well, why would you even play Patrick Mahomes? What, are you crazy? Think about the mentality of the team. When you know you're going to play and you don't know how long you're going to play, you have to practice. You have to prepare. You have to get your mind right. If you're telling Patrick Mahomes, hey, by the way, Patrick, and again, he's a professional, but take it with a grain of salt. You're not going to play in the preseason yeah. here. Is he preparing as hard the couple days before that? Is he getting into the playbook? He's going to know it. I'll flip the switch when the season starts. He has them in game mode right away, which is a smart move. It really is. It really is. And DRS, I think one thing that goes a little bit under the radar in preseason football is the idea that, hey, it doesn't have to be a perfect game. It might not even be pretty at times. We're not going to see the ones or the starters for a good majority, if at all. But the operations that happen on game day, they're trying to get in tune for a season. They're trying to win football games it's regardless of what you are playing or what at level you might be playing pickup basketball with your friends you still want to win certainly that's the case for the ultimate competitors in preseason football it's not win or lose do or die like it is each and every week throughout the regular season with only 17 chances to stack up your record but it still is significant Patrick Mahomes two for two on the opening offensive possession 15 yards through the air yesterday for Kansas City. He is the favorite as well, DRS, to win NFL MVP, a 6-1 to one price. But behind, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, 7-1, to one, Justin Herbert, DRS. If you're optimistic about the Bolts from Los Angeles, you have to be feeling good about the Herbert payday this offseason as well. Yes, and if you think Justin Herbert's going to have a good season, obviously getting paid like he is the man, and he should be. You're getting Kellen Moore, a little bit of an influx there and a difference from Lombardi, which was basically dink and dunk. But again, you didn't really have those deep threats that continually take deep shots down the field. You go out and draft a talented wide receiver in round number one, so the sky's the limit. Also, sometimes I talk about different sports, the bonus points that you get, right? It's not so much that you want Justin Herbert to outduel Patrick Mahomes with touchdown passes, but if you can get Justin Herbert and the Chargers to beat Patrick Mahomes in his own division you get those bonus points a chance to be MVP not a bad price at nine to one at the FanDuel Sportsbook if you expect big things like I do from Justin Herbert Jalen Hurts also paid this offseason the fifth best price at 12 to one the first quarterback from an NFC team 
and then a five-way tie for the sixth best odds at 16 to 1. Who was right outside the top 10? Justin Fields. What? Justin Fields has the 11th best number to win the NFL MVP award, a guy that hasn't thrown for 250 passing yards in a single NFL game? Yes, it is Justin Fields. Now, DRS, you know me. You know I'm a big believer in Fields taking that leap in year number three. He got the start for the Bears, pretty much played the entire first quarter for Chicago in their preseason opener against the Titans in the Bears' win at Soldier Field, 23-17 to on Saturday afternoon. And Justin Fields, two bombs, DRS, two touchdown passes in that opening quarter, 62 yards to D.J. Moore, 56 yards to Juice Herbert. They were screen passes, but still they go down as bombs, DRS. Three for three, 129 yards and two touchdown tosses. Four fields of the Bears preseason opener. Yep, in 42 years, we'll look back at that game like, I was throwing it all over the lot. I was on fire in that game, but obviously we know the trend that they were those passes. But how about this? You might want to, you know, quell those little rumors here that we might get Justin Fields at 20-1 to to win that MVP here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Wasn't just a few years ago that more bets were placed on Mitchell Trubisky than anybody else in the MVP market? So the Chicago Bears, we have a history of hyping up these young quarterbacks. Let's see what happens. But by the way, Fields is a runner this year. He's going to be devastating. He really will be. DRS, 1,064 yards for Justin Fields on the ground last year, the second most ever by a quarterback in a single regular season, the most all-time Lamar Jackson, over 1,200 in his NFL MVP winning season of 2019. The rushing yards prop for Justin Fields this year, 800 and a half. DRS, the first bet that I made for this NFL season was over 277 uh, 2,775 and a half passing yards for Justin Fields because I thought if my belief in Justin Fields is justified and he is the face of the franchise in the Windy City, he has to go over that number to prove that year number three, he is the guy in the NFL. DRS, what do you expect out of Justin Fields in his third year as an NFL quarterback? I don't expect much out of the Bears as a team, but we're expecting big Mm. things out of Justin Fields here. And sometimes when you talk about the maturation process of a quarterback, like we were laughing a lot of times, me and Kevin, like, hey, props are 139 and a half yards for Fields. Like, what is this? That's like a first quarter prop for Patrick Mahomes for most of the season. But I do look for the evolution of the offense because they're a more talented team than they were last year. And also, if you're thinking the Chicago Bears have a chance to make the playoffs, you know what's going to happen during the regular season? Third and six, third and sevens. The play is not there. He's right. Running the football of all of those. Look, by default, you should get that passing number, to be honest. But if I'm looking at it from a perspective where he's not going to be injured and we can't just enter it, oh, he's going to miss four or five games. Like, no, I expect those legs to be churning. And for him to average 50 yards per game at least, I don't see that being an issue here. He should be able to go over that number. DRS, I think we have reached a time in the National Football League where it should be a positive to have a quarterback that can be a game-breaker and run for multiple scores and run for over 1,000 yards. But people think because Justin Fields has that athleticism and capability, it detracts from his ability as a passer. I would argue that vehemently. And you just mentioned it, DRS. You're not overly optimistic about the Bears. The odds a little bit more so. Over seven and a half wins for that Bears win total this year has the juice, the expectation from the odds makers. That's eight wins. That would be a five-win improvement from a 3-14 and 14 season in 2022. That was the worst record, DRS, in all of the NFL. 
Yeah, but and also you're taking a look at the Chicago Bears entering this year, which typically that's just, oh, Minnesota's really good. Well, Minnesota doesn't really know if they want to be a contender or a pretender this year. You take a look yep. at the Packers. You can't beat Green Bay owned the Chicago Bears. Well, that guy that owned the Chicago Bears no longer playing for the Packers at this point and the coronation of the Detroit Lions as the best team in the NFC. We don't know if they're going to hold up under expectations this year. So maybe yeah. it is the Bears who I'm not expecting a ton from. Well, maybe you detract from the other teams and say, well, they're not actually as good as they were last year, right? The Packers have a win total of seven and a half. The over has the juice. The Vikings win total is up there at eight and a half. That's interesting for a team that won 13 games, albeit 11 of them by a single score. And the Lions are the favorites in the NFC North. The win total for Detroit, nine and a half. The over has the juice. But DRS, it's been three decades since Detroit won a divisional crown yeah. in the National Football League. And yet the Lions have the fourth best number to win the NFC title at 8-1. to one. They have the fourth best price from a team from the NFC to win Super Bowl 58, 21-1 right now on the Lions. DRS, how do you evaluate these future prices in terms of the teams in the chase to win a Lombardi Trophy this season? I'll tell you what, if you just take a look at the NFC, by the way, it's, it's striking because the Minnesota Vikings here look like, again, I don't know if they want to be contenders or pretenders, but they're priced to be contenders here, 12-1 to 1 to win the NFC, which the Lions are at 8-1. to 1. I think the Seahawks get a better shot here than the Minnesota Vikings here to win the conference as well as the Saints and maybe even the Packers. So that's something to delve into. But also, if we're just looking for that collision yeah. course in the NFC, they're going to actually play this year again. The Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers, so much fun to the lead-up. I just hope everybody stays healthy and we get the game we deserve where Brock Purdy can play the entire way and the Philadelphia Eagles can go, yeah, told you so. It didn't matter what quarterback was out there at this point. There's been a lot of conversation led by Debo Samuel and answered on the yep. other side from Philly's perspective of if Brock Purdy was healthy through the entirety of the NFC title game, would the outcome have been different? Well, Brock Purdy was injured because Hassan Reddick was wreaking havoc in the backfield. Just something to pay attention to. It wasn't Brock Purdy getting the start for the Niners yesterday, DRS, in the final game of this opening weekend oh of preseason football. It was Trey Lance who looked pretty good. Who's the starter in San Francisco, DRS, week number one? It seems they're going with Brock Purdy. It's got to be Brock Purdy. And yesterday from Trey Lance, you see the ultimate athletic ability, but then some of those plays, like, what is he doing out here? And how about this? Even the beat writers of the San Francisco 49 are saying Kyle Shanahan is setting up Trey Lance to fail by making him throw more passes than Sam Darnold. I love it, man. You can't get enough of the preseason with these storylines. 10 for 15 yesterday for Lance, 112 yards and a touchdown, but was sacked four different times. Sam Darnold, 5 of 8, 84 yards. It's hot. In that Niners quarterback room, DRS, we appreciate your time as always. We round out the opening hour of the morning after up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We round out this opening hour of a Monday live on the morning after on Sports Grid by hearing from you. Sirius XM Channel 159. That's the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. All across the Spiz Grizz Network. That is Sports Grid in this 
is the new Sports Grid app, the ultimate sports betting companion app, now available for download, not only at the Apple App Store, but the Play Store as well. If you use an iPhone, you're an iOS user, or an Android user, all of our insight, all of our information in the palm of your hands after you scan that QR code on your screen. It is smarter to be on Sports Grid, and that starts with the app. Five-star plays each and every day. The best bets to make you a better and more engaged sports fan. It's what we try to do here on the morning after. So we love hearing from you to get that engagement about something we think is buzzworthy in the world of sports. How about we do that right now and fade the public? So week number one of the NFL preseason is now in the books. The opening weekend, did it change the markets for the 2023 regular season? Not so much, but at least we saw football all around the 32 NFL organizations. Now, out of the four frontrunners to win a division in the AFC, which of the divisional favorites do you have the most confidence in? That was the question at SportsGrid TV on Twitter. The Bills in the AFC East, the Bengals in the AFC North, the Jaguars in the AFC South, or the Chiefs once again for the eighth consecutive year in the AFC West. And that's what the public is highlighting on this Monday morning. Kansas City receiving nearly 43% of this vote. The Chiefs a minus 180 favorite to win the AFC West. The Jags a minus 155 favorite. An odds-on favorite to win the AFC South. The Bills and the Bengals each a plus money price. That does it for hour number one, but do not fret. Hour number two of a Monday on the morning after is on the way. Come back and join us after the break. 